Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today with Malika Andrews, live from Los Angeles. Coming up on NBA Today, Kyrie Irving and the Nets, they have gotten it going, but their injured superstar spoke about that and more today. Fresh sound from Kevin Durant. And speaking of superstars, LeBron James, he gets a crack at Kawhi Leonard and the Clippers tonight as he gets closer and closer to Kareem's record. And we're going to go from the king to the Kang, Sacktown, the Bay Area, and back down Big Perk. He has a big take. We start right now. Welcome to NBA Today. I'm Malika Andrews. We start our show with news out of Brooklyn because the Nets, they announced that Kevin Durant, he's going to begin running and on-court basketball activities this week. He will be re-evaluated again in two weeks. And today, he spoke to reporters for the first time since injuring his MCL on January 8th. I feel better. Um, definitely uh, getting better each day. Just been rehabbing, grinding, trying to uh, get back out there as fast as possible. Kevin, you've had this injury now three times. I mean, in the moment in Miami, you know, when Jimmy lands on you, you try to still play through. Did you have a pretty good idea of what happened? Yeah, yeah, I felt pretty much uh, knew that I would, you know, be missing some time after he fell on my leg. I've been through that three times, and pretty much every time I was in no man's land, not guarding my man or not even in help position. So, uh, you know, I attribute all of that to basically me just being out of, just being not locked in at that moment and somebody you know, used a space that they felt like they were they had they just fell into that space so it was uh i knew exactly what happened as soon as i did it so i was just thinking about the recovery after that what does what does rehab look like for you um just a couple hours a day just small exercises trying to build my strength back up and getting away from not doing any basketball activities for a couple of weeks can set you back, so I'm um, just trying to do little things. Are you, are you able to, like, do you just maybe stand around and shoot a ball, or do you not even? <laughs> no, I don't want to tease myself like that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's tough not being able to go uh, full speed, uh, so I just try to do the small things first, and then once I'm able to get back on the court, do some things, and that's when I'll lock in on that. More from Kevin Durant in a second, but for now, here's a look at the Nets' next 10 games. It takes them up to a couple of games before the All-Star break. Now, Kevin Durant, he did say that he wants to play in the All-Star game, but he's not going to rush himself. He, he referenced Golden State and how he wanted to play in that game, but he wasn't quite ready. So here now with Chinea Gumake and Jalen Rose, two more weeks at least before Kevin Durant is reevaluated here. Jalen, when you're looking at this stretch, what do you want to see from the Nets when Kevin Durant comes back? I've actually recently seen it, Mm. and I'm excited about it. I'm enthusiastic about it as dominant Kyrie and not just scoring the ball. We know he's as dynamic as it gets, handling the ball, scoring the ball, jumping off of both feet, scoring with both hands, shooting the three, even posting up players his size or larger. But the playmaking, making people around him better, dropping it off to Claxton, making the game easier for him. The leadership 
And that win at Golden State said a lot to me. They got down. They needed yep. to pull together. They rallied behind Kyrie's greatness. If we're going to get that Kyrie when KD returns, this team can make the conference finals. Hmm. And that Kyrie that we're getting the last few games, I'm going to talk about the three specifically, has been phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I know you said enthusiastic and excited. I'm going to go with more synonyms for Kyrie's play because he's just looked great. He's having a 50-50-90 stretch mm. these last three games, averaging 39 points. But this is the most important part. In those three games, he's only had three turnovers. Mm. Three. Play so he's making. taking care yes. of the ball. He's making the right play. And he's finishing. I think it took him a while to adjust. And I think we had this argument yesterday. It should, Kyrie should be built for this. Well, that doesn't mean his teammates are necessarily understanding what the dynamics are without KD. Everyone had to sort of reevaluate themselves, find their open pockets, figure out where they're going to be great individually. Yeah. And we're seeing it manifest in the best way in Kyrie Irving mm. the last three games. Right. And then we're seeing his teammates start to get a little bit of that fire, too, because Nick Claxton has really come out of his shell. Seth Curry has started shooting the ball a little bit better. Kyrie making the folks around him better. I do know they have taken a little bit of a dip in the standing since Kevin Durant went out. Take a look at this. You can see the net standings. They've already dropped from second to fourth since mm. Kevin Durant's injury. But let's hear a little bit more from Kevin Durant now. When you're missing one of your starters, is always going to be a rough first couple of games. But I, I figured that, um, you know, coaching staff and the players would come together and figure out the best way for us to play. And we did that the last two games, going there and beating two good teams. Um, the reigning champions who have uh, been playing great at home, I just think that it was a character win that shows who we are as a, as a group mentally and physically. Chuck told us that he's seen the team grow, specifically when you watched the film these last couple of games. What has stood out to you about the way they've been able to rally? Uh, just the confidence that we have in one another on both ends of the floor. We get down, we still keep playing. Um, that's what we've been doing all year, no matter who's in the lineup, guys are stepping up. Clock's playing great ball, Kai playing great ball, uh, Ben, Joe, everybody playing great ball um, these last couple of games, and that's what we're going to need going forward. And, and it's just uh, watching those games, I just, you know, get excited to get back out there and try to help as well. All right, bringing in Vince Carter into this conversation because I'm curious. We referenced Vince the seedings, the standings. Is there a seeding that you have in mind for the Nets that you think, okay, if KD returns, yeah, they're going to be good if they're in this spot? I say top four seeds. And, you know, I can't give you uh, what's their record look like, but I say where they need to be. I right. think they need to be in a top four seed. And it's all about your attitude and your approach. And I just want to say that about Kyrie. It's about his approach and how he's approached coming in since KD. Uh, well, since coming back and then KD going down, your approach means a lot because now your mentality is, I got to get these guys going, and I understand when it's my time, it's my time. Mm. But these guys will make the game easier for me as a superstar because, yes, you would know Kyrie can go out there and get a bucket in any circumstance, but that doesn't mean you're going to win the game all the time. But the situations that he's done, KD was doing that before he was out. He was making sure he got everybody else involved, which made the game easier for a perennial all-star, obviously, Hall of Famer, superstar scorer like that he is, easier for himself. Kyrie is now doing that. So I think they're getting a top four seed. They're tough out. Top four seed. Interesting. All right. Senior writer Zach Lowe is with us now. Is that is that your take on this? Is it top four? Is it somewhere else that you're looking, Zach? Yeah, you highlighted their schedule. Two of those next 10 games are against Philadelphia. Yeah. Those are big games to me because you'd love if you're the Nets to be third or with a puncher's chance of getting back into the top three so that you face the sixth seed instead of one of the other top five in the East. But look, we can overcomplicate this. To get out of the East, no matter what your seed is, 
is going to be difficult. You're going to go have to go through Philly, Milwaukee, Boston, two of those three teams. Hopefully not all three. So really all you're looking for is just some steadiness. The thing that has eluded this franchise for four years, but they've had it now for most of the last four months. A togetherness, a steadiness. And Malika, you highlighted Kyrie. We all know what Kyrie can do. You highlighted Nick Claxton. Mm. Nick Claxton is a borderline all-star this season. That's how good he's been. Let's see that keep going. Let's see TJ Warren and Joe Harris get healthier and steadier and more consistent. Let's see Ben Simmons, who's had a really up and down, up and down season. Let's see him get consistent. Because once you get Kevin Durant back, we can sit here and talk about seeding this, seeding that. If you've got Kevin Durant and those guys trending up, You've got a dangerous team no matter where you're seated. For me, it was when Nick Claxton switched hands midair. Who was that against? Was that against the Cavaliers this past weekend to get that block? That was absolutely oh, against the Jazz. That's right. That was absolutely huh. insane. I know. Producer Condis gets in my ear saying it was against the Jazz. Vince, what do you think of that? <laughs> oh, I just—I mean, first, that's, a, that's a amazing. And he's understanding his role. Nick Claxton is going to play a huge role. I still think Ben Simmons is the X factor. His aggressiveness getting into the paint, just getting shots at the rim is going to mean something because we know his ability to make other guys better. But now when he's attacking, it's not like now. Sometimes you tell guys, as you, you guys know this term, terminology, stay home because he's looking to pass. Well, now you can't say stay home when Ben Simmons is attacking the rim. Now he has those decisions where I can attack. No, getting everybody, the defense is committing to me, making plays, making shooters even more wide open. So mm. I think Ben Simmons is the X factor on both sides of the ball. Interesting. And against Philadelphia, that's going to be interesting as well. Kendrick Perkins joining this conversation. At least two more weeks for Kevin Durant. He will be reevaluated again in two weeks is the news that we're reacting to. Perk, what are your expectations for the Nets in this stretch? Well, I mean, they just want to stay afloat, stay in that, in that top six uh, range for us just being in the playoffs again. It's going to rely on Kyrie, and we see there are two wins without Kevin Durant. Kyrie has to be spectacular. And just seeing if he could be consistent with that. You don't want to fall out of the top six and have to even deal with a play-in tournament to get into the playoffs. Luckily, the Brooklyn Knicks gave themselves a lot of room right. and went on their, and went and went on the on their win streak when they did to get themselves a gap. Now they have a little wiggle room, but they just want to stay in the top six and make sure they're right there in the playoffs. Mm. Zach? Yeah, let me say this, Malika, too. We don't talk about the Nets as a trade team a lot. Mm. I think they're going to be really active in the next two weeks looking to add another piece. Mm. They have picks to trade. They have some mid-sized contracts. I think they sense if KD's back and we're playing like this and we can get Ben Simmons, as Vince said, a little more consistent, we've got a chance and we're going to push some more chips in. We don't think of them that way because they traded so much mm -hmm. to get Harden and then all those other deals, but I think they're going to be active. Well, we have a five-hour trade deadline special that will have everyone at home covered for all of that action, and you mentioned it, the Nets, they are a game behind the 76ers, a half game behind the Milwaukee Bucks for the two and the three seed in the East. We have a lot to get to you guys on NBA Today, so we're going to keep it pushing because oops, it happened again. Don't look now, but the Celtics, they might have a little bit of a magic problem. We're going to ask Jonathan Isaac himself how good it felt to return and get the win against Boston. Plus, on the precipice of Kareem's record, LeBron, he's nearly done it all, right? But there's one thing he's never done against the Clippers. The stat is going to shock you. And once upon a time, every player analyst on today's show was a McDonald's All-American. So we're going to be revealing this year's class in just a little bit. Stay tuned.
NBA Today is brought to you by the new Hulu original docuseries, The 1619 Project, premiering this Thursday, January 26th, streaming only on Hulu. Nicole Hannah-Jones, I can't mm, wait for The 1619 same. Project. Welcome back to NBA Today. Everyone booked their tickets to Disney. We're going to Orlando because Jonathan Isaac, he made his return to the court after two plus years away, Chanette. And he had a warm reception from Amway Arena, and it was beautiful. I mean, this is a long time. I'm sure he was nervous, but man, he didn't show it on the floor, Jalen, because watch this. Turn around, Jay. And quietly up front, <clears throat> the Orlando Magic are putting together some of the most long, versatile, athletic bigs in the league. Yeah, I like what they've been doing, but watch this possession right here. It gets the rebound. Muscles! Tough little finish right there. That put the Magic up by six. And then we go to the third quarter, and I love this. We love guys that can stretch the floor. Watch this right here. Jonathan Isaac. That's that versatility I'm talking about. In rhythm, in rhythm. And then a little bit later, another Heat check. bucket. Heat check. Gotta love it. Ten points, two for three from deep in his return. It was amazing, Malika. It was so fun to see. And just for a little bit of good measure, an extra dime to Paolo Bancaro gets it to go. Not to mention the magic. They get the win, 113-98. It had been 904 days since Isaac's last NBA action. He was returning last night to his last game on the court was in August of 2020. That was in the NBA bubble. And in that time, he missed 206 games for the Orlando Magic. But this is a real treat because now we are joined by the man himself, Jonathan Isaac. Thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you for having me, Malika. Of course. So I just mentioned it, the amount of time that you missed. And when you checked into the game, the applause, Coach Mosley draws up a play for you specifically. Can you just walk me through that moment, what it felt like, what you were seeing and hearing? Yeah, just just all the excitement. And really what I just tried to keep reminding myself was to just be grateful in the moment. Mm. You know, grateful to the magic, um, grateful to my friends and my Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We had a little bit of a glitch. We will be getting Jonathan Isaac back in just a moment. It was really an exceptional game for him, though. Chanae, what stood out to you watching him play? I love it when people don't force the game 
to come to them, mm. especially they just take their time. And what we saw was he got back to his bag, yep. get, getting in the paint, stretching the floor. Jalen, it was really cool to see how he was able to just be patient because when you're in a process like that, it takes yes. a lot of time to exude that type of quality. And I want to drill down on something I said. Up front, they're embodying positionless basketball, literally. Yeah. Paulo Ben Carroll will be the rookie of the year. He's been terrific all season. We are enamored by Bowl Bowls, watching him go coast to coast. I am number one in the Bowl Bowl family. You know what I'm saying? Has he made the upper room yet? Uh, when when he I'm does, saying? it's going to be because of you. Thank you. Now you add Jonathan Isaac back to that mix. Right. They have something special happening up front in Orlando, Ooh, and I appreciate watching now. the ball. I know our producers are working right now to get Jonathan Isaac back with us. I'm really looking forward to that conversation because, Janae, you've been through injuries. Mm. When you're away from the game for that long, to be able to then come back, can you just give our viewers a little bit of context there? I was actually, you know, contextualizing my experience recently because I'm in free agency right now, so I'm talking a lot of hoops uh, outside of hoops. But, you know, I've been playing basketball. I had to, like, for 20 years. And so getting back on the floor, it's not necessarily hard because a lot of it is muscle memory. But the thing is confidence, right? Mm. And the best way you build your confidence is to go out there and do exactly what he did. Yeah. Be efficient. Be confident shooting the ball. Yep. Have your teammates be excited for you. That little thing goes a long way. But big picture, it was a great return for him. Yeah, absolutely. And Jonathan is back with us now. Jonathan, you were saying that it was the, the gratitude that you were feeling in that moment when you heard the fans screaming your name. Tell us more about that. Yeah, absolutely. Just just grateful to everybody. Grateful to my teammates, grateful to the Magic, grateful for um, my family, and mm. just honestly, most importantly, grateful to God. You know, I, I, during this road, it, it was tough, but I knew that I was here for a purpose. Yeah. And being able to just fall on Christ and just say, man, I, I know that I'm here for a reason, and just being able to kind of just dump all the anxiety and the pressure on him was, you know, helping me be able to get through it all. Yeah, and you mentioned that purpose. There were times when you were joined in your rehab by different teammates, but you said that you still weren't sure in certain moments if you were going to be able to come back. Did you recall a specific, maybe it was a day or a workout or a time when, when you were, were thinking that, when you were thinking, gosh, this is hard and I just don't know? Well, during the rehab process, I actually got hurt again. Yeah. And so I was I was getting to that point where it was like I was actually really feeling good and, you know, on my way to coming back. And uh, I started running. We were sprinting one day and I felt my right hamstring pop. Mm. And so I had a I had a small tear on my right hamstring and was able to repair it and get back on the road. But that was one of those moments where I was like, oh, my gosh, God, what's going on? Um, and just feeling that uncertainty and that doubt. But we were able to work through it and just stay encouraged and positive about the situation. And here we are. Yeah. Were there players, I know that comes to mind, someone like Clay Thompson, who experienced another significant injury when he was rehabbing, or maybe it was folks in your own organization like a Gary Harris or a Markel Fultz. Were there p folks that you reached out to to lean on in those moments? Well, honestly, first and foremost is just my, my family. Mm. And, and even more than that, like my, my, my church family, my wife, um, my pastor that I have a great relationship with, just always speaking life about the situation, not letting me stay in the dumps even if I felt like it. Um, and so being even being able to be around guys that were injured themselves, like you mentioned, Gary Harris, Markel Fultz, and just being to lean on each other. And, let, and they, they would always say they can't complain at all because they look over at me and know that I've been out longer and I'm still pushing and working to get back in. Mm. It was just a great moment and really surreal to you know put it all together last night. And speaking of last night, be best text you got, best, best call you got. Oh, best text I got, um, I just, just from my family. They, oh, they surprised me. They surprised me it. at the game. 
Um, my dad was at the game, you know, a few of my family members that I didn't think were going to be there. Um, and then just all the encouragement that, that was around. That's amazing. Jonathan, it was so great to see you back on the floor. I know it's only up from here. You all face the Pacers on Wednesday night. Thank you so much for spending a little time with us here on NBA Today. Thank you for having me. Of course. Best of luck. Coming up right here on NBA Today, tonight it is the Battle of Los Angeles. We're getting you set for the Lakers versus the Clippers. That's coming up next on NBA Today. I love their front line. Franz Wagner, too. Ooh. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this, too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. It's the Battle of L.A. The Lakers are always going to be the king of L.A. I want to see the two teams in L.A. going at each other's neck. Drop that in, Oh, Paul George makes it rain. How many guys from the Clippers would start for the Lakers? Clippers win it again over the Lakers. Well, is it safe to say that they run L.A.? So the Clippers, they've turned the tables on this rivalry over the last decade, winning 34 of their last 41 meetings, including nine straight. That's after the Clippers won just 23% of their games against L.A. from the time they moved in 84-85 until 2011-2012. All right, so it's Rivals Week right here. And tonight's action, it's headlined by the Clippers and the Lakers, who are joined by the reporters who cover those teams, Ohm Young Masuk and Dave McMenamin. Dave, I want to start with you here because the Lakers, they made an acquisition yesterday in Rui Hachimura. We're not going to see him on the floor tonight, but what are the Lakers hoping to get here? Well, they're thrilled to get a big wing who can shoot the three ball, and the analytics show that he shoots the catch and shoot even better. And obviously, LeBron James generates those looks. LeBron is a master of drawing the defense in and passing it out to a guy who's wide open. Hopefully, Rui Hachimori can capitalize on those opportunities. Now, the Lakers are going to get him into Los Angeles today, get, get their hands on him, evaluate him physically, get him to get acquainted with their facility, the coaching staff, et cetera, et cetera. He could play as soon as Wednesday against the San Antonio Spurs. They don't want to put too much on his plate, but at some point he could be a guy playing starter minutes for them. Interesting. And then on the flip side of this, the Clippers are starting to get healthy. They're starting to get whole. But one thing that they're still looking at is point guard production. And we're marching towards the trade deadline. Could we see any moves being made there? Look, Malika, this morning John Wall was on the court shooting. He's been out now, I think, for like five games with an abdomen injury. Right. 
Uh, Reggie Jackson's been out there, but the, the point guard situation has not been what the Clippers needed. It's, it's been a little bit of a struggle. Mm. So the, the usual names we see, we talk about this every year, that the Clippers need to address what they need at point guard. The usual suspects' names that are out there, it's Fred Van Vliet, it's Mike Conley, it's okay. Kyle Lowry. We're going to see what the Clippers can do in the next two weeks, what the price is. And also, I think they're also on the lookout for a backup big man. Hmm. Perhaps it's like a Nas Reed, or maybe they bring back Isaiah Hartenstein. The Clippers tend to make a trade on the trade deadline, so I think they're going to see what the market is, and certainly, hopefully, the prices come down. All right, the Lakers made a trade, the Clippers potentially looking to make a trade, but the biggest acquisition, I don't know if we can even call it that, Anthony Davis mm -hmm. coming back for the Lakers if and when that happens, or when that happens, rather. Dave, do we have any more information, a date potentially that the Lakers are looking at that could be realistic for him? Yeah, Malik, he's nearing the six-week mark since he suffered the right foot injury, and he is ramping up closer and closer to a return. It's imminent. Now, it could be as soon as Wednesday against the Spurs. Wow. I was told, quote, more likely that he would play Saturday, ABC against the Boston Celtics. Good time to return. But, uh, you know, as you wrote about back in the day, the Milwaukee Bucks had the stay ready group. Right. Well, Darvin Ham has brought that to the Lakers, and that's what Anthony Davis has been participating in. So he's not just going one on one or one on one workouts. He's getting that full contact with the guys who don't play that much, and they're giving their effort to try to get him ready to get back on the court. Oh, see, I, I get to join the reporters' gang. Remind folks that I used to write. I appreciate that, Dave. All right, that's going to do it, though, from our little reporters' nook over here. Gentlemen, thank you very much. Chanae Gumake. What are the keys for tonight's game from you and Jalen? Yeah, let's get into it because thank you so much, Malika. Jalen and I had to get into the nitty-gritty of let's this matchup to really figure out who has the edge in this one. And so we've got some categories. This is Vanna Black <laughs> right here. And we're going to make our pick. So you know how I like to do this, Jalen. Uh, let's yep. start with the positive. Both of these teams are on two-game win streaks. So which two-game win streak has been more impressive to you? The one that I'm seeing LeBron James lift his team without the aforementioned Anthony Davis in particular coming from 25 points against the Portland Trailblazers the largest comeback win in LeBron James' career. Okay, I have to say co-sign, retweet. My answer is also <laughs> the Lakers. Again, you have to think about what LeBron has been doing, the stretch he's been on. So, yes, I absolutely agree. Now, the second category is all you, Jalen. So, good. So, what is style points, and, and who do you have on the edge there? Ah, it's about fashion. It's about flair. It's about flavor. And we go back to the Lakers and LeBron James and how he's improved, in particular, his three point shooting. We know about his driving to the basket. He's still dunking over the top. But when he's knocking down his three-point shot, he's virtually unguardable. How old is he? 38? 38. He's 38 still years great. of age out there putting in work against these boys. Okay, I will have to say this. I know this is style and flair, but Kawhi's, it's a little bit different. You know, it goes <laughs> a little under the radar. The fun guy. I'm going to have to go with Kawhi based on style points. We've been wait waiting for him to really show up and show out. The last seven games have been the best stretch since, I think, 2020 in February for mm -hmm. him. So you have to give him credit. What is it? He's giving you, like, what, 29 points per game, doing Balling. it on both ends. It looks like he's finally back to being himself. So we've got a little difference there. Now, this is my favorite part. We did your style points. Now I want you to talk nerdy to me, baby. <laughs> so let's talk about the stat that catches yep. our eyes. And I'm going to start here. Russell Westbrook, I think he definitely deserves some flowers right now. Yes. He by far is pacing the league in yep. assists off of the bench. And if you can look right here, if you look on the screen, one of five players with seven rebounds and seven assists per game since Anthony Davis. And those players mm. that we mentioned, 
Luka, Sabonis, LeBron, Jokic, and Russ. So his production off of the bench has been so impressive, and he's obviously you know averaging the most assists in the entire NBA in that category. So I wanted to give the Brody some love. Who, do you, who are you giving love to? So they mentioned that Rui Hachimura is going to be a member of the Lakers, and the first thing I thought about is how LeBron James makes people around him better. True. And with Anthony Davis out, I want to talk nerdy about the guy that's playing center, mm. Thomas Bryant. And how about this? Since AD has been out, there are two players in the league that are shooting over 60% from the floor and 45% from three. The other one is the back-to-back MVP, the Joker. The second one, Thomas Bryant. LeBron James is the headline, and rightfully so, in any room or gym that he enters. But the story has been this guy showing that he could get them quality minutes, even scored 30-plus recently in the game. Okay. Now when AD comes back, the Lakers have more depth up front. Okay, the Lakers are looking pretty good here, which leads us to our final decision. Which former Finals MVP is getting the last lap tonight? So this is going to be interesting. I'm going to say... I don't know why I'm doing this, but I feel optimistic. I think the Lakers are going to try to revert this history versus the Clippers. I think LeBron is going to continue to cruise. I think the Lakers actually have a little bit of positive energy here. So I'm going with the Lake squad and LeBron James. I think the Clippers, because of this reason, they came into this season as a favorite in a lot of people's eyes, including my mind, to contend in the West. How can you make a statement during the regular season is beating teams like the Dallas Mavs, which mm. they recently did, and beating their in-house rival in a lot of ways, the Lakers. So when we talk about getting the last laugh, it has to be Kawhi Leonard. No question about it. Oh, yeah, that's a pun intended, Malika. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love that. All right. This is going to blow your mind. Did you know LeBron James has scored 40 points in a game against 29 of 30 NBA franchises? That's tied with Kobe Bryant and James Harden for most all time. But guess what the lone exception is? Clippers. Clippers. <laughs> 40 points tonight. He will be the first player with a 40-point game against all 30 Crazy. franchises, which is insane. So I've got Zach, I've got Vince, I've got Perk, and it's prediction time because that Zach, that, that, that stat's just, I mean... Uh, as we it's look crazy. towards tonight, though, what do you think? Will it be the night he scores 40 against the Clippers? I need a specific point total from each of you. Vince, I'm going to start with you. Yes. Yes, Ooh. in the face. I say yes, he does. And I say I'm floating around 43 points right now. It's, he's going to need those 43 points if they're going to win this game. Uh, still no Anthony Davis. Clippers are getting healthy. 43 is my number. All right, Zach. First of all, we need to go back to the Jalen Shanae segment before. A two-game winning streak? The standards have sunk so low for the L.A. teams that we're comparing whose two-game winning streak is better. Two games is not even a winning streak. As for point totals tonight, point totals tonight, I'm going 34. Why? I don't know. 34 is kind of a cool number. I like that number. And I'm a grouch, so I, I say he say, doesn't score 40. Because 34. you're grumpy Zach. Perk, are you as grumpy as Zach is? Right. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm optimistic, Perk. And I'm going with <laughs> Braun scoring 40. He's going to have 40 on the dot tonight. Look, 
Ty Lue has owned LeBron James when it comes down to this head-to-head -head matchup. Forget LeBron versus the Clippers. It's LeBron versus Ty Lue. And I know LeBron. He has that competitive nature, and he has that killer mindset. And this is another milestone in his small world that he wants to get off his back. And he's going to do it tonight in great fashion. He's going to score 40 piece. All right. Well, we'll see who's right and who's wrong tomorrow. Zach, if if, if he does, if he goes for 40, uh, we're, we're bringing this clip back up and you may have some things to answer for. Appreciate it, gentlemen. Yeah. Still to come right here on NBA Today, we're going to reveal the McDonald's All-American game. Remember when Vince Carter won and then when Richard didn't? <laughs> Third contestant, Richard Jefferson. Ooh, hot ball. Maybe a little bit out of his league. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Taking center stage today will be the McDonald's All-American High School basketball game. They all started in this game years ago. Among those will be watching Vince Carter. Pogo stickability on the slam dunk contest. this day. What a treat this is for us on NBA Today because we are about to <laughs> unveil the 2023 McDonald's All-American Game rosters. But before we do that, I Ooh. just want to show some love to my colleagues. I want to take a little bit of time to remind everyone at home how amazing you all are, family, because as we just saw, every single one of you, you were all McDonald's All-American. So I just want to take a little quick trip down memory lane. I want to start with you, Jalen Rose. It was 1991, the McDonald's All-American game. Springfield, Massachusetts. Mm. Rocking that Kenny Anderson, Larry Johnson part down the middle. Trap, the home of Travis Best. <laughs> but let me tell you something. I didn't wear wristbands in high school. I called myself being cool, wearing wristbands, and I shot terrible that day. <laughs> and then you switched to the wristband. <laughs> and then it was you, Vince, 1995. <laughs> St. Louis, dog. Do I remember the likes of KG, Stephon Marbury, uh, man? It, it, it was just about a Florida boy in a football state at the time. Not many people getting the opportunity. I loved it so much that I still have the shoe. Oh, so right cool. here. You see, it's falling apart. It's so old. Part 2003. <laughs> oh, what? You see the turnaround? Oh, 
Go up there, finish it, big fella. You know what I mean? I got hurt early in the game, but we talking about in Cleveland, Ohio, one of the best Mickey D's class ever, 2003 big shot. LeBron James, Chris Stop. Paul, Stop. Jordan <laughs> DeVille, Waver, Chris Humphreys. The list goes on, but Stop. I was in motion. And so was Janae in 2010. Hey, that was a no-look pass that, by the way, made Sports Center, and I guess that's a premonition of what was to come with my career on both ends of the floor. But hey, this was Columbus, Ohio. And that's baby day. Now the shorts did get shorter as I got older. But hey, still using the right hand. Still looking good though. Hey Vince, can we see that shoe one more time? Yeah. Well, let me see it one more time. Oh man. It, yeah, let me show you. These are, yeah, they, wow. it's 95, so it's been around a while. Hey, and it's crazy because these are champions. Mm. This is what we wore back then. See, see we wore champions and too. y'all had the, yeah. the, the that's yeah, awesome. tell him, Jay. We all. Well, I don't know if everybody has their shoe in a case, but since you all are alumni, the good folks at McDonald's, they did send us these Ooh, custom basketballs. Ooh. Don't worry. I won't steal yours, Perk Vince. We're going to be mailing them to you. Nah, send mine. You guys, it's the moment that we've all been waiting Let's for. Go. The unveiling for the McDonald's All-American Game team roster. And we're going to start with the boys and the East teams. Let's get it going. Justin Edwards, DJ Wagner, the top two players in the 2023 ESPN 100 who are both headed to Kentucky. That's awesome. And then, okay, Sean Stewart, Florida boy. I love it. Congratulations. And then here's the West roster, which includes Bronny James, Andre Stoyakovic, the sons of LeBron and Peja, as well as the number three player in the ESPN 100, Isaiah Collier. So three former NBA player sons are on the roster. Jalen, how cool is that experience? This experience is one that's going to change these young men and women's lives. And for the most part, your goal is to ultimately play in the NBA. 60% of the players that play in this game make it to the league. But don't stop working, fellas, because the people who name don't get called today, they're going to be in the gym working. Mm -hmm. Keep getting better every day. Absolutely. Congratulations to all of the young men who made this. Let's take a look now at the girls. McDonald's hey, All-Americans roster. Oh, girls, girls, get girls, it. girls. The squad girls. includes Jaden Donovan, the number three recruit on the ESPNW rankings. Hannah Hidalgo checks in at number five. That's as well as one of New Jersey's finest, Zoe Brooks. And then we're going to head to the West. It's headlined by Juju Watkins, Michaela hey. Williams, top two recruits in the class. Tanae, I know you love Juju's game. Talk to me about it. Oh my gosh, a point guard with skill and with size and just honestly ahead of her time. I mean, I was going to say the league is ready for her, but we know she's going to soak in every moment. What she's been able to do to galvanize the women's basketball community, the grassroots community, especially here in L.A. where we live and work, Malika, has been so special. Mm. But one thing I love about the McDonald's All-American Week is that you get to become friends. Basketball is basketball. Hoops yep. is hoops. We don't separate the game here, and I think that's sort of emblematic of what we need to treat all sports, you yep. know, worldwide. But I love this. It was one of my favorite, you know, weeks of my adolescence. I love that. Congratulations to all the young men, the young women. We look forward to yes, watching indeed. you. Congratulations. Big, big congratulations. And someday you're going to be getting a sweet ball like this. Still to come right here on He's our working. show. Though. The Bucks. they got Giannis back last night. Chris Middleton, too. And all they did was drop a, you know, buck 50. But why they got to come back against the Pistons, though? We're going to give Milwaukee their flowers. Better than the Rockets. Sorry about it, Jalen. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
What is the one word you would use? Arachnidism. Arachnidism? It's a spider bite. Alpha. Someone who loves to fly. Going French here. Laporte. What? Astrophobia. The Jonah Complex. I'm going with Joe. Jack of all trades. Okay, Perk. <laughs> Joke might have been my favorite. All right, it's become one of our favorite segments, though. Mm -hmm. Perk, you expand our vocabularies each and every week, with the exception of gas. Um, what's today's word of the day? <laughs> well, Malika, since I've been blessing y'all over the last couple weeks with words of the day, I'm going to switch it up, and I'm not oh. giving you a word of the day. Damn it, I need words from y'all, words of encouragement. And today is a national holiday, and it's National Compliment Day. And so I'm starting off, I'm starting off with Vince Carter. And Vince, listen, okay. I know you have been known and one of the greatest dunkers of all time, but last night, Damian Lillard, Dame Dollar, reached a milestone in his career, passing up Jason Terry, seven on the all-time three-point list in NBA history. And guess what, oh, VC? What does that mean? You're next. What does that mean? You're next. <laughs> so you got 24 seconds. No. You got 24 seconds, and you on the clock to give Dame Dollar a compliment. Well, first of all, being six, it was great. I enjoyed it, but if someone's going to pass me, I don't mind Dame Dollar. Dame Dollar has mm -hmm. been phenomenal in his career. Uh, I mean, a player that's been committed to, you know, this organization. Uh, just a great guy, great athlete. Yep. Go for it. Shoot your shot. Go ahead. I'm A. Records are made to be broken. Congratulations in advance. All right, Fox. And, and three seconds. I'm glad you made it. Jay Rose. What up, though? Jay Rose, H-Town. Listen. Jalen Green, last night, he must have heard John Wall talking about him because he dropped the 42-piece wing dinner. All flats, habanero <laughs> style, with the dub, a career high last night. So, Jay Rose, what since y'all share the same first name, Jalen, you are on the clock. Jay Rose, give Jay Green a compliment. Oh, this is very easy. First off, he represents the name with excellent pristine style. <laughs> Second, he has amazing yeah. hair. Also, extremely yeah. athletic, fearless attacking the basket, and scored 40 plus two of the last three games. And when I look at Chanae's Rockets, mm. I see a young team that has a core that they can build around, Perk. Amen. Mm. <laughs> they do. They do. They do. I appreciate you complimenting yourself and complimenting Jalen Green at the same <laughs> time. Yourself. Now I'm going to Malika <laughs> Andrews. Okay. Oh. Down there in Chicago. All right. Chicago. DeMar DeRozan. Let's show him some love. Played a play. Dropped 26 points last night, but he played his 1,000 career NBA game, which is huge. Wow. Show DeMar DeRozan some love, Malika Andrews. All right. You're on the clock. Okay. Uh, usually I'm in the other seat. I'm not used to being in this seat. How about this one? He is uh, the most <laughs> prolific mid-range shooter in the game today. And you know why I say that, Perk? Because he's had okay. 199 mid-rangers this season. Only two other okay. guys have even had 100, and that is Kevin Durant and DeJounte Murray. So I called his coach just to make sure I was complimenting him appropriately, and he said, yeah, low mid-ranger for sure, as Shanae Gumake would say, and that young man is a leader. When you need someone to take a charge from Giannis Attentacupo, mm -hmm. that's who you call it. 
You missed the clock. All right, so Detroit <laughs> basketball. Okay, but we, it's not about Detroit basketball because it was about the Bucks. Zach Lowe, I'm coming to you. Giannis and Chris Middleton returned, and I heard Jay Rose ask, why did they return against the Pistons? Because exactly. you know you want to get a warm-up game. You don't want to go against Rude. a contender, and Giannis dominated <laughs> in great fashion. They put up 150 points last night. Zach Lowe, I need for you to show and compliment Giannis Antetokounmpo and the Milwaukee Bucks for putting up 150. Not 150, 150. Well, Detroit's last in defense, so I'm not going to compliment Milwaukee too much for that, but watch out. Watch out. Here they come. 30 and 17. They've been injured. They've been frustrated. Mm -hmm. Chris Middleton's been out the whole season. He's back. Giannis just got back taking care of some knee soreness. He's back. This team has championship medal. Took Boston to seven last year without Middleton. Watch out. They're coming. Watch out. Mm-hmm. And, okay, that wasn't really a compliment, Zach, but it'll do, okay? Here we go. Where is Shanae? Shanae, last night, right, Caitlin Clark from Iowa University had her fourth triple-double, 25 points or more, the most in NCAA history, Division One history. I need you to show her some love. I need you to give her a compliment because what she's doing right now is tanned up the collegiate level, and I need you to give her some praise and her flowers. Absolutely. Caitlin Clark makes the basketball world very happy, not just by being, you know, third and scoring, giving you 27 points per game, not just by being second in the assist giving you 27 8 and 8 or something like that but also very happy because it was just her birthday yes happy birthday happy 21st and the best way to get a gift is a win over the number two team in the nation so shout out to Kaylin Clark you make us very very happy that's what I'm talking about, Shanae. That's how you give a compliment. Now, look, where's Zach Glow? Because since we giving everybody compliments, damn it, I need mine right now. And I need Zach Glow to tell me how I did today for us hosting the show. Put Zach Glow on the side now, of me so we can go ahead and too, get Zach me my flowers. Get him, Zach. Get him. <laughs> now, look, look, Perk, Perk. I don't understand always what you're saying. Some of your phrases go over my head, but I'm entertained the whole time. I think you nailed it. And let the record show, Perk, when you were out getting healthy and you couldn't be in studio, every time I was on the show, these other guys, they're showing your bloopers from your career. They're taking pot shots at you. And I'm the one that's always saying, this guy's not even here to defend himself. This isn't fair. Kendrick Perkins brings it every day. That's the compliment. I got you, Perk. You looking handsome well, today. Well, since, hey, since they want to keep going, go ahead, Jay Rose. I got you, go family. Ahead, Jay Rose. Beer game look pristine. And also, I want to compliment <laughs> the fact that you don't need the extended seat belt when you're on the airplane. Oh, I'll see you, my brother. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. We going into break. Off of that, I appreciate you, Jay Rose Love and Zach Lowe. NBA Today be back in 60 seconds. All up. Yeah. NBA Today is brought to you by the McDonald's All-American Games. For more information on all the action, visit mcdaag.com or at mcdaag on social. 
right, I know De'Aaron Fox said that he wasn't so sure about this, but we're talking about the Kings up in here. <laughs> we can't help ourselves. When they make 12 of 13 threes in the first quarter alone, Janae, that got our group text popping off. I feel like very soon we're going to have to do a breakdown, maybe these next few days, about the Kings because they have one of the best top two offenses in the NBA. They knock it down. They play great basketball. They have high basketball IQ. This is their year, Jalen. How about this? I'm going to take it a step further. I filled out my all-star starters bracket. Ooh. And up front with LeBron James. Oh, you did. So bonus. Ooh. I like it. Um, Zion Williamson hasn't been healthy enough. Neither mm. has Kawhi Leonard. I got the Joker. I got LeBron. And I got Sabonis up front. I'm not mad at you. Third in the West. I mean, they get the win over the Memphis Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are struggling a little bit. Struggling a little bit. Perk. Just what, what are you using to describe right now the Sacramento Kings? The most, the, the most exciting team in the game. I like, like that. To say the that most they're, exciting they're young team in the and game. They have, and they have, and they, yeah, and they have old souls the way that they play. Unselfish basketball. Let's they do don't it. care who's the who, whose Ready? night it is. It's they time care about winning the game. And shout out, to, shout out to Mike Brown. Mike, Mike Brown. We'll see you tomorrow. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.